So, so what's up, Whole Foods? Uh, like, it didn't crack it. <laughs> Dude, Whole Foods sucked so bad. Literally, fuck Whole Foods. If you go to Whole Foods, I hope the only reason you're going is because you're going to steal. Because, <laughs> like, that shit fucking sucked. Holy like, shit. I don't even... I was just working way too much doing shit that, like, was so isolating. Like, I would be just, like alone my basically my entire shift stocking stuff which is like I thought was going to be chill but it gives you so much time to think so then I would just get sad and and then I would just be like working being like what the fuck am I doing with my life like this is why I moved to New York is to fucking work at Whole Foods 40 hours a week stocking cheese when I'm vegan like (laughs) no I was like no dude that is not why I fucking moved across the country James had hit me up. I had already accepted the job at Whole Foods. So I was like, well, James from labor. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, let's see, like, I don't know. Cause I thought that like, for some reason I was like, well, maybe it'll be more like stability or some shit. I don't even fucking know what I thought. I hit James back up and I was like, yo, like, are you still looking for people? Cause like, this is like not working out for me. And then, yeah, I just kind of, like, worked out. And now it's, like, totally awesome. I don't hate my life. So. <laughs> I got blessed with this job. And, you know, I mean, it's just, like, 35th. It's, like, super sick. Labor's awesome. James is, like, so awesome. So now I get to, like, grip boards and, like, you know, have men come in and, like, not talk to me because they think I don't work there. You know, <laughs> usual skate shop shit. Like... <laughs> I used to just roast girls when they would come in. I'd say, yeah, oh, you on a board? Them? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I thought skateboarding was for men. <laughs> this is the skateboard shop. The roller skates are over there. You can go get them at Target. Like, some bullshit. Anytime a girl would walk in, I'd say, oh. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, podcasters? You're here for another episode of OK, Last Try. You know, you're here with me, co-host Elise. We got Larry on the other mic. <laughs> yeah. And today we have our friends with us, Rashad Murray and Nambi Hekwaba. And I hope you listen to it. You like how it makes your little ear, earbuds feel. And maybe, I don't know. You know, send us a little message, leave a little review, send us a little tweet with your little Twitter fingers, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was so good. <laughs> that was good? Yeah, that was Again, I'm fucking so sorry that the first recording of this was just <laughs> totally fried. No, it's okay. Yeah, shit happens. You know? All good. All... No, I think I think it's all good, man. I think this time around will be even more fun. Do you guys want to give like a quick uh, introduction to yourselves? <laughs> all right. I, uh, my name is Rashad Murray. I'm 23 years old, and I'm originally from Baltimore, Maryland. I live in D.C., though. And I'm Namdi Ihekoba, and I'm 24 years old, and I'm originally from um, Maryland, Silver Spring. Sick. And you're in D.C. now, too? I live right outside of D.C. Oh, all right. Sick. You guys, what else did you guys do uh, last weekend when you were in New York after we recorded? We just skated, man. We just skated. What did we do? We we stayed focused. We left. <laughs> we left the Jenkins building and then went to Brooklyn Standard because I was like really want a sandwich from there. And then we went to Blue Park. Nomdi did his first bump to bar. Tompkins is like the best spot. I don't so like. It's the best, like hangout skate spot. It's so much fun going there. Yo, I love that. Wait, Tompkins? I- you said. <laughs> yeah, I really like Tompkins. <laughs> but when it's this available to you, you feel a little bit different about it. 
but like <laughs> okay yeah, yeah you yeah, know I what i mean but like I, I do often go there and like just hang out but like we'll like skate there and then when it gets night everyone just buys beers and just sits there on the box that like they were once skating earlier that day <laughs> yeah it's just like what were you it's like what i'm used to here that's kind yeah, of yeah you know and then you just chill and everyone's just listening <laughs> if someone brings a speaker and it's just yo you know like everyone's just chilling. yeah i'll be bringing the boom box out yeah. too it's just fun it's so much fun so they all got these jbl clips you know with the clip yeah, on it like like AMS AMS go or something like that damn so that that's what it's like at Pulaski you guys just like chill all day and then you just hang out all night there no i wouldn't say like all night or like um chilling really cuz like we do chill and we do hang out but also sometimes people are like skating like and people are some people are like trying to skate like really hard it really just depends on how like the person's feeling you might have a day where there's like someone who comes there a lot and they just been skating all like all week and they just want to chill and hang out or you might come there another day and see like that same person trying to get like a clip and they've been trying all day so it really just depends on the uh, on the day but there is a lot of chilling and there is it can be a lot of fun but it can also be like too much fun like even <laughs> but, after everyone's done skating and stuff y'all don't just end up like starts getting dark you know you can start not being able to see as well like start sitting on the ledges and just chill yeah we'll we'll do that yeah people will do that sometimes and then there'll be some nights where people will, like leave real early They're like i'm going like, the fuck home like i'm tired yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes people are just like man i'm over this shit i'm going straight home like it's too much but in the summertime that's when it's usually popping at night mm, but in yeah. the winter once 5 30 5 o'clock come it's time oh, to be out hell no yeah wait is it like, sketchy? not sketchy but is it like a little weird at night at pulaski yeah like i would say just some people like you know who may not have a place to go or some people who are using a lot of drugs they might be there at night and they could be having a whole episode or like some people could be trying to sleep and getting frustrated because people won't let them sleep it's just like you know it's it's just a place that a lot of different people end up at. So. It's kind of yeah. like that. I feel like for a lot of like major cities, like kind of like areas like that, for some reason, like skate areas, like in Seattle, like downtown at Westlake, where the ledges are the, and the mani pad that everyone skates, like for some reason, it's always right there too. I think a lot of times people like uh, they, they feel more comfortable when they see like, um, like a lot of people like like skaters just like drinking smoking yeah. like doing whatever and so it's like someone who's let's say has like a some kind of anything whatever they got going on but like it's i feel like they're more comfortable pulling up to somewhere where there's like a bunch of skaters because they're like oh i can blend in and like <laughs> Yo. you know what i'm saying like, yeah they can blend in and like kind of like be fucked up like in the crowd of like skaters but then Sometimes that's gone a little overboard where it's just like a random person will pull up and it's just like, whoa. You like turn around and you're like, wait a second. Who the <laughs> yeah, fuck are you? Like, yeah, I don't remember yeah. like you being on the session. <laughs> exactly, yo. And it's just like, yo, what? But it's like, you know, it's kind of like <clears throat> they see it as like, oh, there's like a, a street party going on or something. Yeah. So they're like, they're like, oh, let me just like kind of like so, like wiggle my way into this. And it's it's kind of interesting. That's happened like a bunch of times where like we'll just be skating and like just kicking it. Let's say we're playing some music or something and someone just comes along and it's just like just like sits next to us and it's just like doing their thing. Like the other night at U Street, homie was fucking wasted chilling next to me. <laughs> he was yeah. too drunk to be doing anything, but he was just like trying to kick it just because we were just like mingling. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, it was just I, I straight up like he had been with us for so long. Yeah, he was sitting there for so long. I straight up just had to ask him what his name was. I was like, yeah, who, wait, what, what, what's your name? He's like, oh, you yeah, my name's Squash. I was like, Squash? All right. That's, like, what's up? Like, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been there for so long that it's just like at some point I got to introduce myself because you've been here for over an hour. Yeah. Like, A lot of people like, don't do that. I'm like, man, it's kind of just like respectful to like 
you know. And yeah, he was. Yeah, he was tweaking, but it's like he he was tweaking with us. I suppose <laughs> I don't I, like. I don't know. Like he's a part of the group now. He yeah. literally sat yeah. right next to. Him. Like he's a part of the group yeah. at this point. Yeah. No, it's also like I f- I feel like people come up to skaters all the time too because like we pretty we get away with a lot of shit like skaters in general like. <laughs> drinking in public and smoking and shit so other people see it and they're like oh wait i could just pretend i'm a skater and and get away with some shit real quick depends on where that's true because like i'm just sitting i mean i'll just be sitting in like on the street skating a street spot or whatever and we're just like smoking spliffs and not even like thinking (laughs) so i'm sure some other dude who like walks by is like oh shit i'm gonna go drink my my personal thing of fireball with those dudes because they look like they're having a fucking good time that's like all right yeah, straight fuck it I, I can't blame them we, we are having a good yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> they want they just want to talk 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 you know, like, I off swear. <laughs> fucking, you know, to skaters i don't know what it is i think they just yes and they're like they're just down with like what we do or they just like that we like are, are fearless in a way, mm-hmm. you know, like we're scared, mm-hmm. like we're not scared of what we're doing. And yeah, like you said, they just like that. We don't give a fuck <laughs> and they just come over and they just want to know more. They're like, Oh, so what do you, where do you usually like to skate? Like how long you've been skating? They're like, like, what's your favorite? Like they want to pick your brain and it's like, fuck. They're yeah, like, trying yo, to you know, I used to skate. Let me see your board right now. Yeah. Let me see your board right now. I used to skate. I'll show you. Let me see your board. <laughs> I know. Right. You always like, all right, man, go ahead now. Sometimes they be doing shit. You know, it's like, yo, you just did a fucking tray flip or like stationary, like what? <laughs> yeah. Or they like try to Ollie and just like slip out. Yeah, when they slip out, I'm like, damn, I'm yo, like, like damn, like I really just let you I gave you the tools to bust your ass right now. <laughs> yes. I feel bad. Like now I got to go get the board and shit. You're embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> it's just, has everyone face planted at some point? Cause I've definitely, I've like fucked my face up oh, before. Yeah. Just honestly, face- <laughs> like, I don't even, I'm going to knock on wood. I have it. Yeah. Bro. I fell on one, one time. Like I, I took a face plant and had like a cut nose, like a bloody nose and cut lip and shit. So I went home and my parents were just like, Oh, what happened? I was like, Oh, skating, blah, blah, blah. Then like two weeks later, I got in, like I picked some fight with some kid who was like a BMXer and he kicked my ass. Like I thought I had the fight in the bag. This dude just picked me up and dropped me, kicked my ass. So I had to go home with like a welt on my head and like a black eye. And my parents are like, what happened? I was like, oh, I fucking fell skating. And my dad was like, skateboarding. my dad was like, bro, how dumb do you think I am? Like, clearly you got your ass kicked. <laughs> He's like, I'm to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, yo, BMXers are gnarly. Yo, they'll fuck you up. <laughs> I, I don't fuck with BMXers. Any person that's throwing bikes down fuck 20 no. stairs and shit. That shit them. is so fucking gnarly. <laughs> yeah, those dudes are... I mean, man, I learned my lesson. You don't fuck with the BMX here, bro. They're strong as shit. Bro, I was fat, too. Like, I was a fat little kid. And he was, like, short and skinny. But just <laughs> fucking strong because that bike shit. He literally oh, so picked sorry. me up Yo. off the ground. Oh, I deserved it. hundred. I started the fight. It was on me. Oh, okay. You asked for that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, j- just going back, I had a quick question for Namdi. Um, I think there's like a mixed, um, kind of like a mixed consensus of like putting clips of like unhoused people or maybe people who are on drugs, like in videos and whatnot, like in skate videos. I just wanted to know what, what you thought about that. Yeah, I think it's just kind of like an opinion thing. Um, I can definitely see where people say that they want to interact with the environment um you know just like by portraying like you know whatever's going on around you which is realistic you know because that is what we see all the time but as far as like filming it i have like i've included this one dude who was like on whippets in a video like a couple years ago but like honestly though i don't know i don't really know how i feel about that anymore um i think that it's it's interesting to portray stuff. I mean, 
when you're just making videos, you kind of want to just show what's happening all around. But um, I don't know. I don't really think that it's necessarily like the the most respectful thing to do to somebody who's struggling with uh, with an issue. I don't think that overall, I don't think that that's necessarily a good idea. I have done in the past, though. I did it once in one video in San Francisco, which is pretty insane. But um, I think I don't think that that's going to be happening anytime soon anymore. I just kind of uh, I was younger and uh, looking back on it, kind of realized like, damn, that was a little disrespectful. You know, like this dude has some real issues and it's just like. You know, and even though it's like, you know, in the moment you're like, damn, this is gnarly. Like, this is what's happening, like all around me kind of want to document it. And I understand that perspective, too. But um, I don't know. I think in general, though, uh, it's really to each his own. But personally, I don't know. I I, I think that uh, I'm a little past that one. Yeah, honestly, I feel like it's like not even to each his own. Like, if you do that shit, you're kind of whack. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna fuck. Like that is like these are like real people with real lives. Like that maybe once weren't in that position, or maybe they always have been. Like there's literally no reason that someone would need to like film your fucking friend alling over some homeless person, or like you know, like oh, yeah. purposely no. like fucking with them or whatever. Like if they come up to you and they're like talking to you and they're saying something like. I mean, that's like different because they're, they're you're engaging with them and that seems more respectful. Right. But like, I don't know. It's just so unnecessary. There's so many other things you can include in your video that like shows your like environment and community and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Especially in like more respectful ways. That's a fact. I did. Uh, there was definitely like a moment of time where I'd seen a lot of people like skating over. Everyone was doing that shit. All types of well, shit. Like they're nothing. Like, like that. that's so fucked. Yeah, it's it's. I, I can't ever agree with that. I think, I mean, just like you said earlier, in terms of documenting someone, if they're interacting with you and you're like, "Yo, like I've been like, yo, say something to the camera." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and if they're down, like, that's so different. Yeah, they've been like, yeah, they've been like, "What up?" Like we in Washington D.C. Like <laughs> you know, some shit cool, like that. <laughs> something cool like that, where it's like there's you're actually speaking to the person that's the only times that i've actually filmed or documented someone is when they're like talking to us or like mm -hmm. like saying something to us and we're like yo i'm like yo what up and they can like actually see me like interacting with them and it's a little bit different you know yeah. yeah i think i think people find this weird like artistic like uh it's almost like they think it's tasteful to like <laughs> document that kind yeah. of stuff or like to just, you know, just to like have a focus on that, to just be like, Hey, like I'm surrounded by like unfortunate stuff. And that's like a cool thing because like, it makes me look like rugged or like, you know, and it's like, that's not really, it's like most of the time, like the people who are surrounded, like the people who are the ones documenting that are like very privileged and like <laughs> fortunate themselves. <laughs> that they be recording they're not from they're usually not even from that city yeah. they're from somewhere else mm -hmm. like, like people like who go around like baltimore like i don't like seeing people go around baltimore like recording like all the like abandoned homes and stuff like especially if they're like not from there they're from somewhere like it's just you know it's not their job to show you how rugged it is it's not up to them mm -hmm. because they wouldn't even so leave that to people who actually like to be in that situation to document shit like that mm -hmm. my opinion on them yeah and it's like y'all don't even you haven't even ex ex actually experienced it you're just kind of you're trying to show me something that like you you don't even know about mm -hmm. you don't even know what it's to have not like it's helping you know that community or anyone at all yeah like how thing at all like it's not helpful but, you know, and there are also other times where there are people who are from these places and they don't know how to like to put on anything else. They don't know what else to show you. And that to me is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make it better. But like, that's, you know, it's definitely they, a different like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
the two of you, Rashad, you skate for carpet and Namda, you're filming the new carpet video, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. how did you two get hooked up with, with those dudes? I would just watch. I remember I would watch Eamon and Osama's uh, Palace 5, their video part for uh, for the Palace 5 shot. And so I just, I didn't, I just knew them from like being a fan. I would always watch them skate and I thought they were like twins or something. If for oh, some yeah. reason on like, I couldn't tell them apart, but now if you meet them, they're, <laughs> like they don't, but, and then I just, I, yeah, I would see them around and I would try to skate with them. At Laurel, I would see them at Laurel and like, <laughs> I would see them there, but they didn't know me and I didn't want to, I didn't say anything to them. I was just kind of just like, Watching. Yeah, like damn. <laughs> yeah, like they've always been so good and like they have always dressed really well oh. and they've just been really cool. So I think I think it was like when I got old and I started skating DC more, they would like come to the um the old skate shop bureau and that's I think that's where I met them. I'm not sure though. Yeah, yeah. I, I met I met them when I was a lot younger. That was when I used to go to this indoor park that yeah, I used to go to the indoor park called uh gvc and it was made by some university of maryland college students like rented out a room in a mall and made an indoor skate park and it was called (laughs) gvc stood for a good vibes central (laughs) (laughs) i would love to go there i need i need some of that i need some of the good vibes central (laughs) shout out to uh laurel maryland but uh but either way, so I, I grew up seeing them around a lot. And uh, I just, you know, would follow, just try to fall, like keep up with people who are local, like doing stuff. And uh, I moved outside of the country. And so when I came back, I actually, that's when I, Rashad and I started skating again. And um, we kind of like uh, would see Amy and Osama around a lot. And they were just into like the shit that we were doing. And so it kind of just like went from there. And then when did they ask you uh, to start filming for this new video? Um, probably about a year ago. The full a year or so. Yeah, like a I guess like a full whatever well, full this video, video or whatever. Yeah, that's so It'll be like- sick, bro. I've been waiting for this. Like, <laughs> literally, like I've been waiting. Like I remember. Nobody knows you skate. I, I was like, yo, like, because I've always thought Carpet was, like, the sickest company. Like, okay, I've been on that shit for a minute. But nonetheless, like, <laughs> I was like, yo, when are they going to, like, make a skate video? Like, a skate video, like, that's so sick. Like, I thought that everything they do was so tight. I was like, they need to make a video. Like, that would be so sick. I remember, like, one of the first times I met Quinn, I was like, are they making a video? Are they making a video? Like, are you going to be in the video? <laughs> yeah, yo. It's, um, so... It's so it is like a, a a real video, but um, and so they asked me about a year ago to to just film, just like start filming for that, just because I grew up with Rashad and Quinn and Mason already, and we were kind of already filming all the time, and so it kind of just uh kind of just seamlessly matched because it was like, oh, well, you're already kind of doing the thing with like the three people who are on. So it's like, we might as well just kind of like keep it going and make something out of it. And so since we're already close, it was uh, it was really fitting. So, um, yeah, so we're just kind of we're just kind of riding the wave right now. Are you like <laughs> going to get full creativity of the video? Like, oh, not maybe not full, but like, do you get to pick the music and stuff like that? Um, I think it'll definitely, I don't really know (laughs) entirely. I mean, I've, I've, we've talked about like different things and like little ideas and stuff, but, um, I think it'll be like a lot of collaborative effort, but it'll be like a lot of like overseeing by them. Of course, you know, Mm -hmm. they have a lot of, they have endless ideas. So it's like, whatever they got going on, it'll work. But I think like, even just by me filming it, there's already going to be so much of like my own touch and like mm-hmm. taste to it. So that's just going to happen naturally. So, you know, the rest is like whatever, um, whatever I work with them on, you know, yeah. so. 
Rashad, are you getting texts from Eamon and Osama? Like, yo, where's your footage, bro? Like, you putting <laughs> shit out or no? Like, oh, do they pressure you? Not at all. They push me, but they don't pressure me. Like, if anything, I think people, I think the hardest thing for me is to believe in myself sometimes. I think my friends are really like, that's why I'm so glad I get to skate with all of them because I haven't met any people like other than them that like push me in such a healthy way. You know what I mean? Like no one like talks down to me to get me to do anything. They just tell me that they think I can do something. And sometimes this is shit that I don't think I can do until I actually try it. So yeah, I definitely wouldn't say they, um, they pressure me or like, but they definitely like encourage me to try new things. And also like, are like give me a lot of like healthy like advice so I, and i think that's everybody i skate with yeah yeah you don't like ask person. for more boards and they're like damn man like really only three clips like <laughs> they're like all right but make no. make it a minute next time you know like <laughs> <laughs> but um the thing is i'm always skating like i skate pretty much like every day i'm feeling up to it you know or if the weather's good i'm always skating totally. so if um if I don't have like a a clip with Namdi or something, I might have like an Instagram clip. Like mm. so they know that like all these boards are being like used yeah. to <laughs> like I feel bad sometimes asking for boards too, because I'm like the only one that's always asking. But it's just <laughs> like shit just gets dusted really. You think so? Fast. You think you're the only one that's always asking? I think so. I feel like I, I, or- Quinn is always out of board or his shit is chewed. Respectfully, like <laughs> his shit be getting chewed the fuck up. Yo, Quinn is like <laughs> Quinn be dogging his stuff too, which is cool though. It's it's good to it's good to use. It's good to I think all of you guys kind of skate your shit till it's done. I think that's the sickest thing. Oh yeah. It's that uh underrated sponsor life. <laughs> Sometimes people get a board and they skate it once and they're like yeah, well, I'm gonna need another board, or they just break a fresh yeah. board because they get uh, boards, and I'm just like, yeah, I've witnessed focus a fresh board that was fresher than my board, and I was filming that. <laughs> You're just sitting there like, oh, I said, fuck you, right? like, so so fuck my setup, like, right? Well, I guess we're, I guess we're done trying. Like that's, cool. I was like, all right, well, I was like, we're calling it, but yeah, yeah it happens, man, it happens. It, people who do get a whole lot of boards and stuff like that's that, like, that's cool. And I, I, I definitely think that they deserve it, but I have no problem with getting like what I can from them because I, I, I enjoy like this situation way more than I guess what someone else like could be, you know, like they could be getting pressured to do stuff. They could be having like, you know, someone breathing down their neck for tricks and shit. I don't know. I've never experienced that. So I, I think I'm happy with just with the, even if it means less boards because they got to make them like by hand shit that's fine too like i'm still down for it i get to skate with my friends all the time and that's what this is just being able to skate with people i love instead of people i don't fucking know which is fine too we can get to know each other but it's like getting to skate with people that i've known for years like every time i go out that's way better (laughs) that's the main that's the main thing like it has to be fun like it like skateboarding for me at least like even when I'm busting my ass working yeah. hard, like I still know I'm having more fun than I would like somewhere else. Yeah. Like even when I'm at my like my saddest moments, yo. Like yeah. I, at least I'm like, like at least I'm in New York with my best friends. Like you know, what I mean? like I'm not fucking at home working. Totally. Um. Do you have a funniest story, or maybe like a funniest like story or time with like? Amen and Osama. I feel like when I met Amen, I was just like, bro, this guy's like hella funny. Like <laughs> he can't tell Amen's funny. He thinks he's so funny. But he is though, but he is, and it sucks. Our first carpet trip, we went to Miami. This was like a year ago now. Like honestly, probably just about a year ago now. In March for spring break last year, we went to Miami. That was the first carpet trip, like filming for the video. And um we went to this one spot that's like a dish and like you ollie you ollie into the dish and then you like come out of the dish and you skate over like a, a a small pillar i feel like maybe you guys have seen it before and so um so we're skating this spot and quinn is skating it and quinn is like ollieing in and like 
think he's doing like a one foot out of it or something like just for fun. We're just like messing around, like warming up. We just got there. And <laughs> one of the tries, like he, he does like a one foot and like slips out and some fool in like a fucking like brand new Ferrari is driving by and runs over Quinn's board and Quinn's board, like fucks the bottom of this dude's car. Like you can visibly see like the scratch, like above the wheel and we're kind of just all like, oh, shit. Like, the guy gets out of this car, oh. and the dude is, like, super swole. This dude is so buff. He's so buff, and he has tiny legs. It's all upper body. Like, dude is huge. Like, this big-ass Dominican dude. And so he's, like, he gets out of the car, and we're all just kind of like, damn. Like, like I don't know what we're going to do, and... Eamon's like the only one. Osama's not there. It's just Eamon on the trip with us. And he's like, dude, like, I gotta like, he's like, I gotta, I guess I gotta be an adult, you know, I gotta deal with this situation, you know? And so the guy's like, what's up? Like, what are we gonna do? Like, what are we gonna do about this? Like, he's like pointing at the car and we're all just kind of like, like behind Eamon, just like, uh, like looking at each other. And pretty much Mason was just like, yo, we gotta dip. Like, we got to dip now. And so Quinn is the first one, picks up his board and just starts sprinting. And Quinn's board is fully destroyed. Like, trucks bent in half, like, board oh. broken. Like, he's running. I've never seen Quinn run this fast ever. Quinn starts bolting <laughs> it. And Mason just dips out. And pretty much, like, this dude walks back to his car to call the cops. And I look at Eamon for, like, a split second. And I was like... I'm out. And I turn around, I start <laughs> bolting it like away from everybody. So everybody splits up in like three and we all run past this van that Rashad's sitting in. Rashad's injured. He had hurt us like mm -hmm. an hour prior. And like, we just run past the van. We leave Rashad sitting in the car and yo. dude, we play this. You're just like, what's up? What's dude, going on? it was what so happened? crazy. Yo. We played this whole like yeah. cat and mouse fucking deal with this dude. Rashad, what did you think when you saw them walking <laughs> it past the van? I was like, they did something wrong. It, I was like, horribly wrong. I saw a fucking was it Ferrari or a Corvette? It was it was white fancy. I think it was a I think it was a Corvette, but it was like it, it doesn't matter. It was one of those crazy sports cars. Yeah, it was a it was a brand new <laughs> sports car, and I see them running, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, like I thought they went to go get me ice. And no one had in their hands. So I was like, this isn't good because literally before they left, I was like, yo, Mason, can you please give me some ice? He's like, got you, bro. <laughs> they come back sprinting past the van with no ice. I'm like, okay, something horrible just happened. And then I see a fucking white Corvette, vroom, vroom, like pulling up, yo. Like, I swear he just pulled up, drove on the grass and everything. He was trying to get like, like oh. chase them through the park oh. in his car to get to, like he was like he wanted y'all so bad i get on the phone and i'm calling namdi i'm calling quinn i'm calling mason <laughs> and amon is the only one who picks up amon's just like <sighs> we had to run i hopped the fence i was like oh you hopped the fence oh, he's like yeah leave over a fence amon just got over like knee surgery and so him me he hopped a fence i'm like this shit was really bad he's like yeah did you see a car? I was like, yeah, I just saw a car pull up, but he left. He's like, he's, I was like, he's fucking pissed. Like he wants to hurt y'all so bad. And he's like, don't get out the van. Don't get out. I was like, I'm not getting out of this van. Yo, I'm stuck in here forever. Like, and I was so glad. Cause I was like, shit, I wanted to go to the spot and just watch him skate. But what the fuck? <laughs> Yo, y'all would have to leave me because I seriously think I might have oh, like shit. fractured my foot. Like it wasn't like a, a bruise heel. It was like much worse than like, like than I thought it like at first, like it was really bad actually. There was like a split window. It was like he started to walk back to his car to call the cops. And I looked at Eamon and I was like, dude, it's now or never. Bro. <laughs> I was like, it's now or never, bro. He's not even looking. We need to leave now. This is what happens when you're not skating for like a, a big, like, major company, bro. The TM got to run too. Nobody's paying no bills, bro. Fuck out of here. No. TM got to go too. Bro. I'm sorry. The carpet team runs in all situations. <laughs> what up? Because us, I'm sorry. We ran. 
Tell me, Rashad, you've been doing like tattoos recently and shit I saw on Instagram. Yeah, I've been doing like tattoos like on uh, some of my friends and like some people who hit me up. And uh, I just been tattooing like outside of my apartment. Sick. And and how'd you how'd you get into that? Uh, tattoos. I've been into tattoos uh, for a long time. I started getting tattoos when I as soon as I turned 18, but I was probably like drawing tattoo designs and stuff ever since I was nine because I would go into tattoo shops with my dad or just this one particular tattoo shop with my dad and the dude there had like a huge flashbook of like anime characters like all this like you know like they're like just imagine like early 2000s like sacred hearts and and cherries and like and like um virgin mary's a lot of shit like that and, um I was just ever since I looked at that stuff I was like I'm I think I was like, I'm gonna do tattoos someday this shit's cool my dad's only got like three, but we would sometimes go there and he wouldn't even get tattooed just because like he would um give the dude um Freddie, he would give him rides and shit and like they would hang out. So <clears throat> sometimes we would go in like just to take me in there just to talk to Freddie and see what he was up to. And I would just watch Freddie tattoo people and shit. So that was really cool. And like, yeah, just seeing my dad get tattooed, like that definitely made me want to get a bunch. As a kid, I'm sure that's just like, fuck now. I'm going to... Yeah, I got, like, my name tattooed on his forearm and shit, so... And and you got yourself a tattoo gun, right? Yeah, I've got a... I've got two machines. I've got, like, a coil machine. I've got a rotary machine. And I'll just, like... Right now, that's all I got. I'm just chilling with those and just, like, trying to tattoo people when I can or when people want something. And cool. you started learning with, like, synthetic skin, right? Or... Yeah, I started practicing all on, uh, like, I've tattooed an orange before. I've tattooed myself. But when I first started, it was, like, for, I used synthetic skin. And, like, I would, um, also, but before I started tattooing, like, I had to do a lot of, I had to practice a lot of lines and, like, outlining, like, just making a lot of flash. You have to, like, just draw a bunch before you start uh, trying to, like, even tattoo. Because, like, practicing all the outlining on, like, um, paper, Definitely, definitely helps get better with the machine. Dude, I cannot imagine trying to pull a straight line with that shit's like Yeah, it's like that's all hella shaky. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's the hardest, it's the hardest thing I've ever done. It's definitely like like there are moments where like skateboarding becomes that thing and like drawing and tattooing becomes it, you know, and some days like both of them feel like I'm like I'm picking it up and like understanding how it works. So I just like the the journey of, of, of both of those outlets. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a like a signature thing that you like to like draw or tattoo or something? I don't think I have one yet. I think I'm working on it though. That's cool. Um, yeah, I think I'm still figuring out what I like to do the most. And I don't want to pigeonhole myself to anything quite yet because I don't think I have the skill to do that. Like I, I definitely totally. to get better at like certain like, you know, basic things about, like, that comes with art. Because even though I'm, because because I am self-taught, there's something, a lot of things that I just missed. Mm-hmm. And I did mm-hmm. have, like, someone to teach me or, like, you know, have, like, yeah. environment of people who knew how to help me. So there's just some things that I definitely want to get better at before I try to figure out what my style is. But I think I'm, I'm coming across, like, I think I'm figuring out. I think each year that with this stuff, I'm, I'm getting closer and closer to figuring out what I like the most and, like what I want my art to look like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Totally. Uh, Rashad, have you tattooed your dad yet? No, but I will on Easter. He's coming down here. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's going to be cool. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, he's been, he, he's, he says he's going to pay me, but he probably got <laughs> to pay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, the thing is with my dad, like I could, I could say he is the reason that like I, I I started being interested in tattoos just because um he took me into that at an early age and I knew from that point on that that was something I wanted to be a part of. So he definitely I can definitely give him credit for that, but he likes to think that like uh all my talent and stuff <laughs> comes from him, but he can't draw. <laughs> <laughs>
Rashad, like we talked about, like when I was interviewing you for that piece, like I was texting you like, hey, you almost done with those questions? And you were like, no, I'm like held up in some some house, like the cops have us cornered and shit. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm texting this dude about answering questions for me. And he's like protesting and the police have him cornered in a house. I was like, God damn it, bro. Yeah, that shit sucked. Yeah. Can you tell me, or can you guys tell us like a little bit of that story or like about that time period in DC over the last year? I think everyone just was pissed off about what was happening or like the, this is the thing. It seemed like everything like kind of exploded over last summer, but all the, the reasons for why it all started had already been happening. So that was just like the strangest thing of, of it all. It's like, people were out protesting every single day, but they were protesting something that, you know, we're, I think everyone's been aware of for a long time. Like there's no, there's no, there's been no, like, I don't know. There hasn't been any question of me that black people are mistreated in America. So it was just strange seeing like all those people out there, but it was just a lot of chaos and a lot of police brutality on top of it. At one point y'all were about to get in the sewer. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a fucked up time. Just, yeah, people just trying to like hold the police <laughs> accountable for their actions and they just come back with brutality always. Mm-hmm. So what happened the night when I was texting you or whatever? Like that was yeah. So we had been this was probably I don't know if this was the second night or the third night, but the first like there had just been some nights where like a lot of crate like people were burning like shit and like burning like random little buildings and trash cans and like just the cops and and protesters were just having going at it for days like every night just going at it and on this particular night mayor bowser she um she put on she put the curfew on us and said that everyone had to be in the house by 7 p.m but that didn't actually apply to everyone in dc it only applied to people who were actually protesting so that night, it just felt very eerie. Like they had like the military involved. They had fucking cops were everywhere. They had like secret fucking agents recording the plaza, like seeing like if they could spot any protesters that were skateboarding. Jesus Christ! This dude, they were they were filming us at the plaza. Yeah, like this was Shit an, weird. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just so that that day and that night had already felt very sketchy. Like it didn't feel like the other nights. It felt like something bad was like coming. Mm-hmm. Even they were like, just some of my friends were like, "Yo, we're gonna go home because like it doesn't feel like this is gonna end well." And so we all stayed together and we all kept protesting. And I had other friends that were there that night too. We all linked up so we get on the street and it's past seven at this point and. We had just got finished, like, we, what we thought, we were pushing the cops back. But they were fucking setting us up. So I don't know who it was that told us to go down this street, but we fucking go down this street. And I remember telling, like, everyone, like, after we go here, we should leave because this is weird. We all knew it was fucking weird that we were going in this small-ass road, but we just went anyways. So we get down there, and we're just met by, like, bike police from, like, and. Each end of the street, fucking cops blocking off all the exits, cars, like cop cars blocking off all the like all the corners and people start panicking. Just like yeah, of course. trying to figure out what the next move was, because if you try to hop over the, the bike cops, they'll just arrest you right then and there. Like they, they don't give a fuck. They'll they'll push you down and they'll arrest you right then and there. We're all cornered and all these people who lived on that street started coming out of their houses. Some did. Some other people fucking turn off their lights Cold, the blinds like they like they didn't see shit. The cops are everyone cornered in, just like completely like there's nowhere to fucking go. The idea is like, yo, we might have to go in the sewer. <laughs> and they started fucking propping that shit up. And as soon as we were about to had the the idea to ask this really nice lady to let us stay. And she was reluctant at first, but eventually she was she was cool with it when she saw that like the cops were about to move in on people. So she decided to let us come in, but like a, they had that warrant, shit popped up. We yeah. were about to hop in the sewer and, and fuck, crawl our way to a different side of DC or something. We weren't about to get arrested. Fuck. Like yeah. I have a friend who's still like 
trying to figure out when his court date is for that night. Really fucked up. And it's messed up because I don't know if all those charges from that night would just eventually be dropped because so many people got arrested. Like so many people were ended up being in handcuffs and locked up. And it was just a fucked up night, yo. It was like we were getting arrested for protesting. Nothing happened. Nothing happened to a police officer. Nobody did anything. Nothing happened to them. And it's like these fucking Trump supporters come here and they're not even from D.C. They can storm the fucking Capitol and literally kill an officer. And for some reason, they're the ones that shouldn't be that y'all shouldn't be concerned about. But we're the ones that like get fucking maced, tear gas, shot at with rubber bullets, actually shot at with real fucking guns, too. Like these cops have done everything to us. yo, And all it's it's all because we're telling them like that something needs to change. It, it sucks. It sucks to have to experience shit like this. And like you said, a lot of those people weren't even from D.C., right? Oh, they weren't. And they came here and they weren't wearing masks. Like they didn't have any fucking face covering at all. And they were just up and down the fucking metro stations. Like we like we take that shit every I take that shit to go to work like almost every day. So it's like this is me off. Yo, they changed like they changed our city overnight. Like and now so many like part like the Capitol all the way down to like near Union Station is blocked off. You can't even walk through there anymore. Really? Like. Yeah, fuck no. There's army all up and down the shit. Like, I see army soldiers every day now. They're up and down D.C. because they have to gate off that whole area because of one fucking day. One day. For nothing. Like, they stormed that. They stormed the Capitol for absolutely nothing. Had that been Black Lives Matter protesters, bro, they would have exactly. been killed on sight. And it's like, it might get just as crazy this summer. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people just had a lot of time because no one was working. And everyone was, like, not working and pissed. But sometimes you got to bring that same energy every year because yeah. like, you know, yeah, totally. it just, yeah, it's, it's going to keep happening. Yeah, exactly. It's going to keep happening. It keep happening. Like yeah. videos of like little girl, little black girls being like pepper sprayed by grown ass. And it's like, if that girl was white, y'all would have, y'all yeah. would have like, it just wouldn't have happened. And it's just the fucking truth. And until people accept that and decide that they want to change it, then there's, it, then more like more fucked up shit's gonna happen mm-hmm. i think this summer was wild too because like bro there was people like every day in brooklyn marching down mm-hmm. the street every park was full and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden like right when like um the election day kind of happened it stopped bro people were in the same park the day of the election like celebrating that biden got in and i was like Bro, what fucking changed like in the past week? Like that, I don't know. It felt weird. It's just like if that if that really is something that you care this much about and it really is that important to you, then nothing that's going on in the White House that doesn't relate to that changing, it's just like it's just cookie crumbs at that point. Because me as a black man, I'm tired and like it frustrates me to the point where, like, you know. I get really, really fucking angry watching videos of just black people just be killed. And it's like the fucked up thing is like there are so many like videos to watch. You can find hundreds of videos of black people being killed in one way or the other. So it's just like like throughout history, that's just you can find images of us being like mistreated and mutilated and fucked up and murdered. And I'm tired of that shit happening. And until something is being established where I can be guaranteed that that won't happen again, I'm not happy with everything else that's going on. Like, it's good. But there's still that problem that, like, four months ago, everyone said was the biggest issue. If it really is the biggest issue of this country, then, like, if it hasn't changed, then we shouldn't be content with where we are. It's just not, it like, we're still targets. And until that's not the case anymore, like, I can't even think of anything else sometimes. And it's like, until Biden makes that happen, and it's like, he already said he wasn't going to defund the police. So all those people who were rooting for that, also rooting for Biden, like, you can't, it doesn't make any sense. He's literally telling you he's not going to give you what you want. And I'm, I hope there's more changes for other people who are being oppressed and who other, and, you know, I want everyone who has the feeling of just, you know, being told that they're the bottom of the, of the totem pole. I want everyone to come up, but I need people to not tell me that that was, you know, that, that that was the most important thing to them when it hasn't changed. Like, don't tell me that 
and be also be excited that Biden is the president because something ha- like he has to prove to me that he actually did give a f- that he ever did want to make that shit change. You know, well, Obama was the president. A black man was the president and black people were still being killed by the cops. Why the fuck would I trust Joe Biden to be any different? No, I was going to say, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding with like the, the structure of this country in general. I think a lot of people don't realize that no matter who was pulling the ballot, no matter what's actually happening, the structure is set. It's, it's set for, for, you know, the, the rich whites who are here. Those are the people, if you don't have the power to spend yeah. or, you know, the power to, to buy, you're not looked at and treated as a human being or appreciated the same way if you don't have those powers it's systemic it's it always has been and it always will be until it just changes you know i think that there's like a um i think that there's like this uh every couple years you know people fall into that same false hope of like oh there's gonna be like a new person like running this that this is gonna bring stuff and of course that person is gonna say whatever they want in order to make everybody feel comfortable and make it seem like there's hope that there's actually going to be a change. Like even Obama's entire thing was change. And it's like, nothing changed, nothing changed at all. Like things that happened literally 40 years ago are still happening right now. And it's, it's not about what it's not about who's going into the, the higher power or the (laughs) upper power. It's, it's the mindset of the people. And I think that that's, that's something that we all forget is that each and every single person has power as an individual to actually change their mind and to kind of, you know, stand up against like hypocrisies and shit like that. And it's, you know, has nothing to do with the president or the government because that's, that structure has been set since the beginning and it wasn't set to work for, you know, people like us. And so I think just having that basic understanding is kind of, uh, I guess, freeing in a way, you know, because then you don't have any expectations. And so that's why it's so, it's like infuriating when you see people who were once protesting, like, you know, Black Lives Matter, like stop killing Black people. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh yeah, like Biden, like, like, let's go, you know? And it's just like, you clearly don't have you clearly don't have that understanding and you still have that you allowed them to give you that false hope you know that they want you to have and so it's uh it's really it's really eye opening it's really something that you actually have to wake up and when, you know when they say that it's 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 really understanding what the true intentions are of our society shit over the past year put out i mean real put out like the end racism boards every every company was putting out like on the end race boards like i i felt like a lot of that was uh just posturing and like i i wanted to know how you guys felt about seeing that constantly just in skating it's nice to know that people care about you know us i think but at the same time you're profiting off of caring I would, you know, if those funds go to like an organization, that's one thing. But if those funds are going back to your company, then it's like you're just profiting off of caring, which seems doesn't seem genuine in my opinion. So I just, I don't know, man, like it, it, it's, it's a very touchy subject just because in skateboarding, I'm probably sometimes I'm like the only black person there in the real world. Sometimes I'm the only black person, you know, sometimes it's hard to escape, like just this feeling of being alone and like feeling like you're standing alone or like people don't actually understand you. So it's just, you know, when people, when companies suddenly are just like, Hey, we understand your plight, your struggle as a black man, we want to support you. And it's like, it's starting when everyone starts saying that shit, it doesn't feel real. So, yeah, but I'm, Shout out to Real for one in, in racism. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I mean, ideally. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I get what they're trying to say. Like, it is up to us as people mm-hmm. to really fight those, like, 
misunderstandings and all those things in our brain that is allowing us to disrespect someone that we don't understand or we don't, we're not the same as them. So we don't feel like they deserve the same level of respect. Like I understand to that degree, like we do need to look into ourselves and really figure out what the fuck is wrong with us and why we have hatred for other people simply because we don't understand them. So I get that part of it, but I'm also like, it's just such a basic, like, I don't know. Cause I like real and I have nothing bad to say about that company, but that and racism is uh, the end racism boards and stuff. I'm just like, I mean, yeah, it would be nice <laughs> as a black person. Well, like, I mean, like I've been, I've been, I've been saying that, but I, I don't know. Like, I feel like when black people said it, it falls on deaf ears. So why is this on a skateboard supposed to be like any different, you know, I don't know. Sometimes cops just bother you. Like I've had cops come up to me on the train and just ask me like what my tattoos meant, if they were related to any gang. I was like, what? And it's just like, if you were a regular person, I would say the worst shit to you right now. But because I have to sit up here and look at you and just walk away. I can't actually say anything I want to say. I have to walk away because you're, you're literally antagonizing me. You want me to do something stupid. Like, that's such a weird fucking question to ask a random person if my tattoos are related to gangs. And also, would you ask that to a white person? Fuck no. You like, that guy has cool oh. tattoos. You like, yeah, because they probably also have yeah, all, like, you know, they have their fucking tribal tattoos <laughs> around their forearms, <laughs> their fucking last name down the back of their arm. You know what they fucking got. Yeah, you say 100% Sicilian. I'm like, fuck these cops, dude. Like, yo, if you're if you ever become like a professional tattoo artist, or when you become a professional tattoo artist, if a cop ever comes, just please fuck (laughs) their shit up. I told you, I I work in coffee, yo. So anytime I fucking see a cop come in, they ask, be cash, (laughs) yo. Get four shots. I'm like, are you getting four shots of decaf, my brother? Yeah. <laughs> literally like if you work in coffee and you aren't decapping cops like you need to start because like what are you you got the power right there the like little power yeah. like little bit of power you I got get the like, f- oh i got the mask on so i can't but i'm just like hey how's it going like what's up how you doing They're like oh can i get a five shot americano I'm like oh absolutely absolutely <laughs> and i make that shit i'll put decaf in there i'll put hella cream in there i'll fuck that shit up and they'll say thank you for it <laughs> and uh, there's there's nothing else i can do behind that thing but fuck up their drink i'm not gonna spit in it i'm not gonna fucking i'm not gonna do no weird shit like that that's just disgusting but i'm gonna mess it up on accident of course but i'll uh, always yeah, yeah. mess up I'm so- <laughs> i mean i think in my mind like a lot of people should work some kind of service industry job at a point in their life like feel like that should build some kind of character or like prepare it gives you. you a better understanding i swear to god i just started at this grocery store i'm never going to a grocery store and putting something back in the wrong aisle ever again that is so fucked up That's about, i remember in seattle before i moved i put something down and my friend my friend was like oh i can tell you ain't never worked in a grocery store and i was like what and then I started. I was like, "This is the hell." Um, every motherfucker that ain't never worked in a grocery store to do that shit. I was like, "I beat my own ass for doing that." That's like, hilarious. Service stuff is definitely it's definitely good in terms of building character. Like sometimes it can suck, you know, but in terms of just oh, yeah. knowing how to work with people and how to deal with people, like you know, even sometimes a lot of people will go through high school or even through college without working like a regular job first and then get into like the workforce crazy and like an office or whatever and it's it's trouble because it's like these people don't know how to deal with everybody's different in a work environment but it's how you can mesh and how you can like you know kind of navigate and like uh, you know, just kind of brainstorm with other people and, you know, just deal with other people's sh- bullshit sometimes. Also, just like, it'll just teach you to say hello to people 
you know? That's the only totally. thing that, like, bums me out the most is when people come up to me and just tell me what they want. I'm like, well, like. Oh, that uh, is my pet peeve. You're like, hey, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, go fuck <laughs> yeah. yourself. Like, like oh, so it mean, makes me you know? so mad. Like, just, and it's like when you match their energy, that's when they get upset. Or, like, that's when they're giving you an attitude even, like, more than before. And it's like, I'm only giving you exactly what you've given me you didn't say hello to me and like like there's some people who come up and they'll come in like and every day they won't say hello and i just stop asking them what they want and then we just sit there staring at each other for a second because i'm like you're not gonna greet me i'm i'm never i'm not greeting you ever again (laughs) so what we going to do but at the same time like it is my job to just like absorb that shit and like let it roll off my back. Like it's nothing. At the end of the day, it's absolutely nothing. It's just shit that I was like, mm-hmm. when it happens, at first I'm like, damn, okay. But then like literally two minutes later, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, like yeah, like before the pandemic and shit, people would come in and like talk and like talk about their problems and shit. Yeah. I swear you're like, damn, yeah, I'm basically I'm like, bro, like, I only left a $5 tip because that 30 minute conversation after <laughs> after I made you a latte, damn. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Because <laughs> I, I, I dropped some jewels on you, boy. Don't. I'm I dropped so jewels on people and let them, like, all right, go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> you be putting them on, on. You're like, yeah, you better come in and tip me big next time. Bro used to come into my uh, <laughs> coffee shop. The cook at my coffee shop, she was from the West Indies and she was sick. She like cooked everything in the whole restaurant. Bro, she was the one like teaching <laughs> how to fucking dance. Yeah, I'm sure someone who is, you know, the real deal taught him how to do it. I just don't think he has any business. <laughs> to stay out of uh, Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I... I- I think I think it's cool that he's fascinated with it. I think it's great that he can dance, you know, and get down with people. But it's like so he he did his out there in Jamaica, right? Where's he from? He ain't, you know, I feel like that didn't make any sense. He ain't got no business. And it sucks that the first time Thrash is really going out somewhere like like to Jamaica and like recording is for a white dude who ain't even from fucking Jamaica. But again, is an amazing skateboarder, and I'm sure he's a cool dude. But I think white people have to pump the brakes on certain things. And learn when, like, is like, ask yourself, like, is this for me? You know, he, if he saw him, himself in the mirror and then saw where he was from and really thought about it more, he shouldn't have done what he did. But again, I don't know. Like, I'm glad he's happy dancing and shit, but it's just like, you went to Jamaica, bro. You're from Boston. <laughs> I just think it's interesting because it's almost like he's, like you said, it's almost like, well, I'm not trying to put that in specific, but just profiting off of another culture, profiting off of, you know, even like people now dressing like black musicians in like the early 2000s and shit. It's like, nobody wants to be black, but everybody wants to dress like it. (laughs) Nobody wants to go through the hardships of a black person in the United States, but people love the culture, people love the music and that's cool, but it's, it's one thing when you actually are taking a company and you're going out of your way to profit off of a video that is solely not your heritage or your, you know, or your culture at all. Or if you're just like, yeah, it's like it has nothing to do with his, uh, with his, with his uh, cultural background at all. Like it couldn't be, it couldn't be further away from his cultural background. It just, (laughs) it just like it. it, uh, (laughs) And this is what, pissed me off most like so many people also like wanted to become friends with black people suddenly stop that mm-hmm. shit <laughs> stop trying so hard to befriend us like just be a regular ass person and that's what's so cool about me and y'all like there is no like awkward like you know like sometimes you can tell when people haven't like been around <laughs> a black person before you can really tell and it's like so weird when people like suddenly just like want to be your friend it's like it's just like I don't really want to have any more white friends. So why I have like, bro? I have, <laughs> I have too many. <laughs> so it's like I've reached my limit, you know. And it's just I'm, yeah. It's really frustrating when people just try too hard, calling me king and shit. I'm like, you're white. I would refer would prefer you not 
to sit up here and call me king as if you respect me on that level. If you are like my wife friend and we've been friends for years, I know you respect me. But if I just met you, come on, don't don't give me such a high level of like, like that's on some Twitter shit, bro. We are not on Twitter. This is real. You don't have to talk to me that way to make me feel more comfortable because now I feel more uncomfortable if anything. Like, just speak to me yeah. regularly. Just talk to me like a normal ass person. You don't have to fucking gas me up or like, you know, try to butter me up and shit. Just talk to me like a regular person. Especially because of what I post on Instagram. People think I'm always like, you know, you know, the white devil's got to go. But sometimes I just want to like be Rashad and do other shit and talk about regular funny shit. And when it's time for me to get serious and, and address stuff that I feel like I just want to address, then I will. Mm-hmm. We can go try to think of something to do so that like, I'm not just talking about shit. I'm actually doing, you know, like there, are t- there's a time and a place. Yeah. Like that stuff is exhausting. And like, honestly, yeah. it's like emotionally draining. I'm sure it's like, you don't always want to be in that headspace. Well, that being said, thank you for, thank both of you guys for talking about it on um, for this. Like, I know. Again. Yeah, I know. This is now the fucking second time I'm asking you these questions. So thank you for for doing that. But really, like, you guys have a lot of good insight. I feel like, you know, it's good for everyone to, like, hear this shit and, like, talk about it. When y'all are ready, at least. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I love when people want to make me feel like I'm hurting and care about me and stuff. It makes me definitely feel validated. But sometimes... Sometimes I don't want to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Be a regular uh, skate skater boy and just do nothing. <laughs> <date>. <laughs> For real. 